Hello everybody, welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host Blake, and today, or in this case tonight, excuse this little creaking sound with my skills and bubblegum. Alright, there we go. I'm going to be telling you a, well, a Chuck E. Cheese horror story. Now, I want to know, I want you all to know, these stories are completely fictional. These did not really happen. These aren't even dreams of mine, alright? I want to let you know that all this is fictional, okay? Because I don't want it to get sued or arrested for causing panic. But these are all fictional. None of these have happened. Again, none of these have ever happened. These are all fake. I heard these on YouTube. Alright? During a Halloween special. I'm just going to say that right now. But I will tell you about one true experience, and I will tell you the experience right before, um, and I will say this is the only one factual, alright? I'll tell you about it. Actually, I have, th- actually, I have two experiences that are factual that have happened. I just want to point that out real fast, alright? So, let's continue, shall we? So, this one is one of the fake ones, alright? I was playing in the, decide that. Sneak in with my friend Billy. Me and him had a fun time that day, and we wanted to do something kind of sneaky. So we snuck into the Chuck E. Cheese and hid in the ball pit until it was time to until it was time to go. When that happened, we decided to hide there for a little bit longer until all the employees left. Then he said, "Man, I think everyone's gone. We'll have to go to the bathroom." Billy said. So he went to the bathroom. An hour went by and he never returned. So I decided to go under and look around under every stall in the bathroom. But he wasn't in either one of them. I finally ventured to the girls' bathroom and no one was there. Was he just joking with me? Was he just playing around? I don't know. All I know is I was getting kind of worried. Finally, I heard something. Something that changed my life. I heard him scream from the ball pit. And I went in to look and see what was wrong. Shortly after, I saw his face emerge. He began to scream at the top of his lungs. I reached into the ball pit and grabbed his arm. His head shot up. Dude, get out of this ball pit. Get out of the ball pit. He's in here. He's in here. And right when he said that, his face went back under the ball pit. I reached in to grab him again. Just to find out, it was too late. Red liquid started to leak from the bottom of the ball pit. Come to find out it was blood. His blood. Then I grabbed an arm. I thought, maybe it's not too late. Maybe it's not too late. So I pulled and I felt resistance. Someone or something was in the ball pit trying to pull him back down. I pulled as hard as I could. And then I heard a ripping sound. His arm came off. And I looked on stage. He's in here. He's in here. He kept echoing in my mind. Chucky Cheese. The mouse was not on stage. He popped from the ball pit saying, 
Am I not enough for you? I was certainly enough for Billy. Come. Let's play. And I ran. And I guess the window. He got the ball pit and began to walk slowly towards me. Come on, I just want to play, he said. And I got a chair and began to bash against the window. Chucky laughed and just looked at me as if I was crazy, slowly coming towards me. I kept hitting the, again and again against the window until finally it broke and I started to run. I turned around. Chucky was looking through the broken window at me. And he waved, but not with his own hand. He waved with Billy's hand. And that was the last time I ever saw Billy dead or alive. Number two, again, this is fake. Hi, my name is Jason. When I was five, I had an intense fear of Chuck E. Cheese. I never really liked them at all. I never wanted to go there. I mean, the games were okay, but he scared me. My mother always said, oh, You'll get over when you turn, when you get older, she said. Well, that was a lie. That night, she told me in the morning for my eight-year-old birthday, That's right, I was seven, about to turn eight when this happened. She said, I'm taking you to a special place. <coughs> <coughs> I thought she meant Disney World or a place of that sort. But I was completely wrong. As she buckled me up in the car, she said, Cover your eyes until we get there. I did as I was told. And she began to drive away. I felt the car come to a stop to find out we were in front of Chucky cheesies the one place that horrified me I said mom why are we here she said I'm here to help you get over your fear come on and so she grabbed me by the arm and practically dragged me into the establishment the employees had a kind of evil look on their face and she pulled me to the electronic saying get up there so I can take a picture that's when I knew this person was my mom. There was someone impersonating her. I didn't know who it was, but I didn't have time to question that. I tried to run, but it was too late. I was past the point of no return. All of a sudden, I felt the Chuck E. Cheese and to grab me like he did. If I didn't personally mention, the root of my fear was the nightmares I've been having about him killing me in every way possible, always in the same scenario. In my room, little did I know that my own mother or someone who I thought was my mother would lead me to my own death. It was too late for me. I knew by then that whatever happened it was the last time I would ever feel fear due to the incident.
Now I heard of the Vitamin Seven. I love listening to Moonlight Madness. It's the only thing I kept me sane through my nightmares. And his dashy stories were the only thing that really gave me a sense of peace and safety and tranquility in my life. But this story is about what happened. It choked cheese bit into me and then grabbed me by the legs and swallowed me whole. Now, my life isn't that bad. Trapped in the Chunky Cheese establishment as I looked through his eyes to appear in my new life. My life without end. But I'll get a new friend. A girl that's a friend. All of us have been replaced. All of them are trying to gone. All of them are trying to have a child inside them. Except Helen Hen. I can't wait to be our new friend. I'll tell them the whole story about what happened to me. Who knows? Maybe it'll even be you. Okay, that's the other story. So, um, I'll be right back in one second. So, um, yeah, I'll tell you what's the story in a minute. Okay, everyone, again, I want to say, remember, this is all false. Here's number two. I was a busser. I really had nothing to do, you know? Busing was a relatively easy job. So I decided, you know, what the heck, why not go around and clean the ball pit? I think it smells anyway. Well, we'll get that done so I don't have to do it later. As I saw a kid playing the ball pit, two white arms came from underneath them and pulled him into the ball pit. I dove in after him, looking for him, trying to find out that he was dead. Or at least so we thought. Because we never found him after that. The parents were freaking out. I wonder if my manager did have something to do with it. My manager said, You know, they're kids. They run off. Don't worry. Look, just go home and we'll call you if we find anyone or anything. Don't worry. We'll make sure that your kid is found and safe. Unfortunately, we never managed to fulfill that promise. But I knew the truth. The kid was murdered. Murdered. And we would never find him ever again. And even if we did, what good would that do? After all, we can't bring the dead back to life. Sorry, I'm talking about Xbox for a minute. So that's number two. Now I'm going to tell you about... Uh, sorry, that's number three. Now I'm going to tell you about my experiences, okay? Please note, all of the stories I told you up to now are completely fake. Again, I say... Are completely fake. All of them. Up to here. These are the two stories I'm going to tell you happened to me, and they are real. But all the others were completely fake. Do you understand me? Fake. Alright. So here we go. With the real story. <clears throat> so, yeah, this is about me. So I was technically just doing my own thing. You know, I was had a help busing that night because I worked at Kids Check. 
which means I'm the first guy you see when you go in. And so I'm like, you know what? I was happy that day. I'm like, yes, I'm going to go home soon. So yeah, I'll help him bus. So I was doing what I did, helping him bus. That's when something a little uh, creepy did, in fact, happen. So I just got done helping the bus. I'm like, there you go. Shabang, bro. Didn't say that. But Chucky was looking at me. So I moved to the left. Chucky's eyes seemed to follow me. And it stared at me for three minutes. Soon, Helen hid Jasper the dog, Shep Pasquale, a human, and Mr. Munch, the alien-looking guy, got close. Well, they didn't really get close. I was close to them anyway. But they attended to look at me as well. I was kind of freaking out. So, um, I finished my busing job, and I swear, I saw Chucky's eyes follow me to the side of the room. When I looked again, he wasn't looking at me. He was looking as if he was shut down. I'm like, okay, good, he's shut down. All the more. Good. But, I swear, his head was looking down one minute and looking left. The next minute, his head was down, but he's looking right where I was at. Was this just a malfunction, a glitch, or was there something deeper and darker behind this? I don't know. All I do know is, I don't want to find out. And as long as I'm alive, hopefully, I don't have to. So that's one about my story. <clears throat> I guarantee it's just a trick. My eyes are jerking around with me, kind of screwing around. So I guarantee it wasn't actually Chucky looking at me. I'm pretty sure it was just mine. I'm pretty sure he was like that the whole time, but I just wasn't really paying attention. Here's the second part that, though, that this one really scared me. So this time I was at Kids Shack cleaning out my counter. And so I heard a few of the employees say, we're going to go pile trash. I said, all right. Well, the door shut behind them in a lock from the inside. So instead of being smart and telling me to go back there and open the back door, probably because if I did the alarm would go off, and that could be unsafe for me and everyone else. But they said, oh, hey, yeah, the thing, the door's not opening. We locked ourselves up with a stake. Here's what we're going to do, though. We're going to, like, we're going to go around the building. So it'll take us probably about five minutes, if, if not longer, maybe like a little longer break. 20, and then we're going to come back. So we're going to leave you alone, and our walkie-talkies will go offline for about five minutes if we're not that close. I guarantee that it'll be five minutes until walkie-talkies come back online. And he said, goodbye. And I heard the door shut, and the walkie-talkies went offline. So I'm like, okay. So for five minutes, I was alone in that Chuck E. Cheese. And let me tell you, I heard the stories when this happened. So it was kind of, kind of a little uh, freaky. And again, the animatronics seemed to look at me. Because there's no one shut them off yet. The sound was raw. 
they weren't. And they just looked at me, stared. And I was freaking out. Finally, the door opened. After me jumping and almost screaming my little sweet little heart out, I found out it was just everyone to come back. And they're like, hey, we're back. Anything happen? And I said, no. They said, good. So, all right. So, yeah, uh, put your walkie-talkie back in the room, and we'll see you tomorrow. I, I wanted to say at that point in time, at that very second, uh, can I have tomorrow off? But then again, that was your bad work ethic. Work it. And also, there's really no need to. I guarantee there's nothing. So, um, I said, alright. Turned in my walkie talkie, clocked out, and had a good day. The other day I worked 9 to 4, so I would just have to get up freaking, I mean, stinking, sorry, early. But hey, I would, I would work on a shorter shift. Well, not a shorter shift. Longer shift, actually, but. I would get to go home a lot earlier than 9, which was wonderful. Well, there you have it. There are the stories that I have heard that were false. Please note, all of them were false except the final two. Okay? The final two were real. The first three were not. So now that you know what happened... And my real experiences and the fake ones, I'll just draw your own conclusions. Could the two, one, three ones I have labeled as fake, do you believe they're real? Or are they fake? Again, I say they're false. And I'm telling that right now. But I'll let you draw your own conclusion. Because I can't help but think if in, real, in real life, if those stories were real, would we still be in business? Or was there a lack of evidence? I am going, going to destroy this one myth, though. There is a myth going around talking about how we eat our... How we recycle our pizza. That is false. We actually don't have frozen pizza. We have dough. And we have to stretch the dough to match the, the pizza tins that we got. To make the pizza, so... Considering it's hand-stretched, it's a little difficult for us to make it perfect. We don't have a pizza or pie cutter, so that's why it looks so different. That's why it's a mismatch, because we stretch it. So, <clears throat> that's why. And also, the story about the five kids disappearing. I'm not saying that story is false, but I'm not saying the story is true, because I have no idea. My man, I talked to my manager about it, asking if there really was kids that were missing. He said he's never heard of that. So, yeah. Anyway, that's the story. Thank you for watching. And I'll see you all later. Goodbye. And, of course, look into the shadows. Because, come on, people. This world is a strange one. And, of course, if you want more videos by me, do not worry. Because I am a workaholic with a fiction addiction. Thank you, everyone. And good night.